Our text for this morning's meditation is from Isaiah chapter 40. These words, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. So our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it is good, it is good that the word of our God will stand forever. It's good that the word of our God will stand forever. For, for there's not much else in our lives that does. Not much else in our lives that does. Have you ever thought about that? Especially this time of year? This time of year when we try to revisit, recreate, re-experience the Christmases of your We do that, don't we? We do that. We try to make our Christmas present resemble that of our Christmases past. Usually joyous Christmases past, but we're never able to do that, are we? Why? Well, there are a number of reasons why we cannot. The weather, for example, isn't exactly right, is it? creating the atmosphere that existed in our minds during our favorite Christmases past. And well, the house has changed somewhat too, hasn't it? Maybe we even live now in a completely different house than we did when we experienced a favorite Christmas or two of the past. The people of our family, well, they've all changed as well, haven't they? Grandparents may have unfortunately died or moved to Florida or Texas or Iowa. Parents have gotten older. Siblings have grown up and moved out, have married maybe, have children of their own. What about the Christmas tree decorations? They're right. They're different right too. I think so. For example, can those newfangled strings of LED bulbs ever compare to the painted incandescents we used to use that we knew when they were too close to a branch or an ornament or tinsel because we could smell something melting or burning in the house? Ah, that was Christmas. Certainly, Every Christmas can be a joyous occasion, a a special occasion, a memorable occasion. It it just can't be exactly like any of the Christmases past. Why? Well, as a country western song put it a few years ago, time marches on. Time marches on. A voice says cry. And I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. A bleak picture, right? Picture of life, a life that goes by so quickly, a life that changes constantly, no matter how hard we try to make it simply remain as it is. If we ever... And if we ever think we have, that we've accomplished such a feat, we're simply fooling ourselves. For our lives are indeed so much like a raft, 
a raft that's floating down a, a river, a decaying raft at that that has sprung a leak or two, and we are growing weaker and weaker each day as we attempt somehow to steer that raft this way and that with a couple of old oars through the rapids that we encounter. If only we could stay in one place. If only we could find a way to stop our raft from moving in the current. If only, for example, we could tie a rope rope around a, a rock and the stream of life and the, the river of time, a, a boulder, and tying our raft to that rope, just stay where we are. Stay tied to that boulder, a boulder in the river of life. Well, that is actually what the Word of God is. The Word of God is a boulder in the river of life, of time. It's what Isaiah is getting at when he writes, the word of our Lord will stand forever. So the prophecy of John the Baptist. The word of God proclaimed centuries before the birth of John. Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. What was that prophecy? What were those words but a metaphorical rock, a boulder in the river of time, a declaration of what would be true no matter what happened throughout the world, no matter what occurred in history, no matter which nations rose, which nations fell, which forests were laid bare, which landscapes changed, were changed by floods or volcanic eruption or earthquakes or tornadoes. Yes, no matter what happened, what the Word of God would prophesy concerning John the Baptist would come true and did come true. And that being so, the Word of God being that which the river of time can only flow around, but can do nothing to move or change or alter, what better for us, what better for this life, but that we should believe that Word? Our faith in that word being the rope that anchors our lives to a rock that never will move no matter what happens all around us in the river of life. So the confession of the apostle Peter, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now Christ himself, the very son of God, yes, Christ himself calls this confession of Peter what? A rock. The rock upon which the church of Christ is built, against which the gates of hell can't prevail. So the description of John the Baptist by Jesus. John in his proclamation of repentance wasn't a plant swaying back and forth in the winds of this world. The person of John was not like some sort of silky smooth cloth, comfortable and soft, non-abrasive and appealing, flowing this way and that. No, the preaching of John was like a rock. Proclaiming the truth in the midst of the river of life. So what do we do then? What do we do? Well, we tie ourselves through faith to the preaching of repentance of John. Do we strap ourselves to the confession of Peter, of the forgiveness of sins through faith in the Son of the living God? Do we lash ourselves to the rock of ages, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and remain solidly tied to him throughout our lives? You know, the only thing that remains forever in our lives, the only thing that was the same when we were children and when we were teenagers and we're in our 20s and 30s and so on and so forth, the only thing that has remained unchangeably through world wars, a Great Depression, a Cold War, an array of conflicts, natural disasters, national crises, even worldwide pandemics, is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The only thing 
And the confession of Christ, which we find in the Holy Word of God, which John the Baptist proclaimed as well as Peter. It's indeed what's true yesterday, today, forever. Here we can think of Mary and Martha, right? Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his word, the word of the Lord, the word of our God, the one thing needful, our Savior calls it. And Martha busying herself with this and that other worldly duty. Mary was moored, she was tied, she was fixed to the rock with the rope of faith. Martha trying to stay close to the rock in her raft of life, raft, raft of life by paddling furiously with her oars, and that was frustrating, for there was so much to do for the current of the world and everything, and it is strong. And to fight against it to stay close to Christ can be quite an exercise unless we simply, through faith, tie ourselves to him. Then it doesn't matter how strong the current, how high the river, how fast the water actually is. When I worked in Alaska that summer as a teenager, the company I worked for had a white water rafting service, and we all had to go rafting to learn about it and then be willing to go along at a moment's notice if extra weight was needed in a raft. We're talking about water at 46 degrees and the, and the usage of full-bodied insulated wetsuits. Surprising to me in that learning process was that the river, the Toklat it was called, changed almost daily. Depending on the weather, depending on the rainfall, warm days meant more runoff from the glaciers and so higher volumes. The various rapids would change necessitating different approaches to the dangerous spots by the, God, by the guides. There could be some pretty hairy, there could be some pretty hairy moments. And yet throughout the entire summer, the one thing that didn't ever change, never, not one time, were the boulders, the gigantic boulders in the river. They remain, they never change, they never moved. I know, I know I'm beating this idea to death, but if we don't grasp it, it will be our deaths, our eternal deaths. Why is it we attempt to make something permanent, that is our lives, and that which is passing away with time, and that is the world? I'll say that again. Why is it we attempt to make something permanent, that is our lives, and that, we, and that which is passing away with time, and that is the world? You know, we have an entire book of the Bible dedicated to that question, and that's the book of Ecclesiastes, and that's the question there. What's the point? Man is like grass that withers, like the flower that fades. Man lives and dies. So what's the point? Time marches on. Or as the hymn expresses it, time like an ever-rolling stream soon bears us all away. We fly forgotten as a dream dies at the opening day. John the Baptist, in considering his own death after a life of just 30 years, sent his disciples to Jesus to ask Jesus, Are you the rock to which we should tie ourselves? Or literally, are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? Jesus' answer, go tell John what you see. Is the river of life overcoming me? Is death overwhelming me? Is sickness unstoppable, deafness uncurable, blindness untreatable? Is what I am preaching a message of despair and hopelessness, or is it the message I preach one of goodness and hope? And that's the message demonstrated with healing of all diseases and even resurrection from the dead. The river of life is no match for me, for I am the word of the Lord.
the word of the Lord who is and will remain forever. And that means that all those who lash themselves to me, tie themselves to me, hold on to me through faith, will also be healed of every disease, rise again from the dead, and live eternally. In other words, Jesus was not going to be the one who offered the Jews a temporary political solution to the situation they found themselves in at the time, being under the thumb of the Romans. No, Jesus was proclaiming and demonstrating a greater and eternal kingdom a kingdom which itself would be as a rock in the river of time, a boulder could not be moved no matter what happened. Our text again, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. That's Isaiah 40, verse 8. Amen. Now may the peace which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and a life everlasting. Amen. We rise and confess our Christian faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed.